Marissa. And this is Shit on the Tape. Sativa. I think it's pure sativa. I'm, I have uh, no idea. It's called strawberry lemonade. And it smelled good. It was really pretty. So we toked it up, man. <laughs> so we're a little extra giggly. That is why. Um, so... So we're going to do things a little bit differently. We yeah. actually have a wonderful interview coming up. With um, uh, Ciara... Dickinson. Dickinson. Yeah. She's one of... She messaged us, and so we're going to have a really awesome interview with her, kind of related to today's current climate yeah. and how it affects our grooming industry with the, or looking into our grooming industry, the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to like briefly talk about how our week was, and then we're, we usually, for you new listeners, we usually do our stories at the end of the segment. Or the end of everything. Oh. And then we will end on our interview. Um, because we wanted to end on something serious so that it kind of stuck in your mind. And yeah. we didn't want you to forget about it with your guys' hilarious stories. Yeah. So we're going to bring the mood way up. <laughs> and, then we're and we're going to level it out to like a up. smart, conscious level. Yes. Yeah. And then you'll have to listen to our wonderful beautiful interview yep cool beans so how was your week <clears throat> i had a covid scare <laughs> it's better than a herpes scare <laughs> is it though i don't know i've had one of those <laughs> no it's okay so yeah there was a covid scare in my family but everybody checks out fine so far good. so that's everything's good. good yeah that's good And then as far as work was, I had one really, really busy day. I'm doing training on an aggressive chow. The one that... The one that you tried to ditch. Okay. The one that I tried to ditch gave another mobile groomer's number um, to go to the house, her house, and, you know, to see if she... Because I gave her... It's me being an idiot. I gave her options because I know this family this dog family and he's the only one that's kind of difficult but he's not difficult in a way that I am like feeling uncomfortable with but it's like he's kind of giving me signs that he could kind of learn a little bit yeah because he's friendly offhand Uh um he's friendly with everyone offhand he's Uh friendly with other dogs but it's just, I guess, the moment... He's never been groomed, so that's, like, one part he's under-socialized in. Uh-huh. And I groomed him for the first time. He was two years old, and that was during Christmas time, and I did a full groom. I don't remember how I did it, because the dog was psycho. And this time around, he comes in, and we had to send him away. We charged him for what we did, uh, could take care of. Um, how long but ago he was, was that? Hmm? How long ago was that? Last week. Okay. So the last time we spoke was... So two weeks ago. So about a week and a half because we talked about it, how I was trying to ditch that chow, and then the chow ended up coming anyway. 
And then I tried ditching it again. So why don't you just say no? I'm not grooming that dog anymore. Okay. See again. I know I groom its brother. So I don't. Th- I'm not trying to make excuses. But Are what, you sure? No, it's just like it's it, maybe it's just like because of the, I'm a former trainer and I have like that underlying confidence where I can do like I can train. But I also realize it's not my place, not my problem because I'm the groomer. It's hard for my soul it's to break those chains. Dangerous. I know, Vanessa. I know. I feel like you do. But I used <laughs> I used to work with aggressive dogs, so I've never. I had there was like an aggression that I knew I couldn't handle unless I had other hands mm-hmm. in dog training, but other hands that- or like you know actual assistance and safety measures in place. But I've dealt with dogs who are like aggression aggressive. Yeah. So that's different in training versus in grooming. I know yeah. that, but you can't understand my soul is having a hard time breaking well, it. Sell it like I did. And then you won't have one, and then you're fine. Shut up, Vanessa. <laughs> I'm going to. It, it's on its way. Because obviously I tried ditching her more than once. Yeah. But now she owns you. So she's coming in every two weeks, and I'm only she touching... She to come in weekly. Well, I don't want to deal with the dog weekly. I know, but if you truly want to train it, weekly would be best. I think two weeks is fine. Okay, that's what I can handle, Vanessa. <laughs> I'm making a compromise. Okay, I took the dog. Now I'm going to start training. I did see him last... Tuesday. So I've already uh-huh. seen him Tuesday, and now I'm seeing him next... Oh, that's a week. But I told her two weeks. See, this lady... She owns you. She owns me. Fuck. Okay, so I did say two weeks, but she's coming in every week. Which right? Which is good. Best for the dog. Fine. <laughs> and um, I just put a muzzle on. I do the things that I know he's going to hate. But I have this dog, again, this coming Tuesday. Has she... Have you recommended getting an actual trainer to I rec- disassociate? Um, I've recommended... That he gets neutered because a lot of the uh, aggressive behaviors. It's for his balls. It's for his fucking balls and back end. Back end. It's just the whole back end. I can touch his feet. I can pick his front paws up. Yeah. I can poke him in the eye, in the face, but he snaps back and he's like, my balls. Yeah. So I have the groomer's helper and a muzzle on this dog, and so I only have this dog coming in every week for a couple minutes because. Uh, if I'm going to be around the back end, I have to put the muzzle on. Yeah. And I don't like putting a muzzle on throughout an entire groom of a chow. That would be awful. So I just do, if I can get him to the point where I know each trigger, then I will do a whole groom. Because I do this with Milo too. I'll do a whole groom. But you still do that dog. I I say it every time. I know. I still do that dog. I hate that dog. But I still do that dog. She's like old now, isn't she? She's only nine. Oh. Yeah, she's only nine. Your mommy's scared of her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She runs that place. Huh? She runs that place. That dog, yeah. I wouldn't let her come to my house. Fuck no. So what was I saying? Okay, so... Fuck. Okay, yeah, when I figure out what the (laughs) trigger is, I feel like I'll know... Like, if I'm, if I'm just training the dog that's aggressive and, like, I know the bath is okay, which it's not for him, but uh, the bath and the blow drying so far are not so good for him. Yeah. Um, but if I know for a dog that a bath, a blow dry, and, like, clipper work is fine, it's just when I get to the scissor work and, like, the nails, I'll switch it up and I'll just put the, either the muzzle on in the beginning of the groom until I'm done with those small things, and then I will take the muzzle off or I'll do it at the end of the group. Now when you're doing all this and he kind of sub- 
um, I don't want to say submits, but gives in to what you are doing for a split moment, do you praise him at all? Yes, of course. We, well, we, I use treats and affection. And I also give him a slight break in between the next thing I do. Is he like this at home too with the back end? She says that he's never snapped at her, but she sits down or he sits down. And then the dog's well brushed for a dog that hasn't, wasn't groomed ever. Has she, have you talked to her about possibly when she's brushing the back end or touching that area and he kind of sits down that they kind of try and push that a little bit and if he is responsive to it and actually doing good for them even though she's kind of pushing that boundary like giving a treat that would and have, praising because yeah. I think that would help you a lot yeah e- yes and no because though this particular dog I know how he is with his owner so it could be good for the owner for him to be a little bit more um uh cooperative for her but as far as me I'm still a different person. So that's something like she should be doing with a trainer in like the safety area of a trainer, just in mm-hmm. case. Um, but I don't think it would have the same outcome as me. Um, Even if she's using a special grooming, they call them grooming treats, and then she provides you with the special grooming treat during. Uh, yeah, I think she could it do that. Well, yeah, no, that would be fine for me. It would help, but I'm just saying like, I you can do more to your dogs than I can do. You know Sometimes. what I mean? There you go. It doesn't always work that way, though. Yeah, but that's how a lot of dogs are. Their parents let them get away with a lot more than a stranger does. Or somebody that they don't see often enough to consider um, a common presence, like a vet. Well, not a vet, because you don't see a vet very often. But Yeah, because I've had several people this week, or the past week. One lady, she was telling me on the phone. So I blocked off like an hour and a half, because the way she described this dog made it sound like he was bad for the paws and like was groomers told him like told her that he just doesn't like the front feet and she's like he won't let me touch it i did the dog and the dog was fine i just blocked off an hour and a half for no reason well i didn't i thought this puppy was going to be amazing it's actually it was the opposite it was the dog i did on saturday and um he's a shih tzu puppy and i guess he had been groomed at PetSmart, and they couldn't finish the groom and then he was groomed by a mobile groomer who couldn't finish a full groom. So she's like, I just want this dog. Like, it's never had, like, a full haircut. It's had, I guess, essentially two puppy cuts, right? Mm-hmm. And it's four months old. So so I get this puppy. And he's a nuts puppy. The puppy. But he's four months. Yeah, exactly. Was he, like, aggressive puppy or just a puppy? Nope. He was just a puppy. So when you blow dry him, it like, I had to take the muse off because he was rolling underneath the blow dryer like he's gator rolling but it was yeah. more like how my nala dog does it where she like kind of digs into the oh he's enjoying it i wouldn't say he's enjoying it but he he's getting like annoyed but he's not getting like scared or agitated uh-huh. um he's just getting annoyed so like you know when puppies get annoyed they do they act out stupidly mm-hmm. they have that attitude about them yeah so yeah so it was almost like an annoying game like i guess for him but so he was rolling and i can see how that's a problem but it just take something off his neck and just watch him, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. He's not moving. He's just rolling. Yeah. And I don't put it on his face. I'm just putting it on his body and his tummy, and he rolls. So I can see how that's freaking annoying, and you have to have a, uh, a lead on with Pet Smart, right? Yeah, so, I think so. Yeah. Like, even in the back. Yeah. So just do it on the ground, but you probably can't do it on the ground with a lead on. Anyway, yeah, so the puppy was rolling all over the place. 
and he would jump up and kiss your face and he didn't like his front he, he was just a puppy yeah but so she didn't want to pay for the full hours so she only wanted an hour and i told her i was like okay well he's probably how that works that's not how hourly <laughs> works it's I do the entire jog where you go somewhere else. Well, I don't like to push little puppies like that because he's little. I don't like to push him past an hour anyway. The f- but the fact that she would even think to tell me. Oh, I see what you're saying. No, 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 no. It takes as long as it takes to get the job done. If you can't respect that, you can fucking kick rocks, lady. Oh, I do that with regular dogs, but just with puppies and some seniors, I only do an hour. With puppies, they do what they can handle. If it's 10 minutes, it's 10 minutes. If it's an hour and a half, it's an hour and a half. Well, no, I know, but we pay, we groom hourly, so the minimum is an, is an hour. So, mm. even if it's a puppy, I'm not gonna, I don't, I just feel personally pushing past. One, I don't want to deal with a puppy more than an hour anyway. You know what I mean? Depends on the type of puppy. I mean, if it's a cute puppy and sweet puppy, but generally, if it's like a first-time client, I don't like to push past an hour. And anyway, she just wanted to get what she could done in that hour, because she was like, yeah. So, I just did a two off the back and a scissor the feet. Or a two on the back, scissor the feet, scissor the face. Advice. Here's my... What do they say? Unsolicited advice to you. (laughs) And it's about hourly. I would not let somebody do that again. Being like, because that's what I'm stuck on. Fuck the whole puppy thing. Oh. I am stuck on the fact that she thinks that she can walk into a place and be like, I only want an hour's worth of work. That's not how this, that is not how this works. I see what you're saying. Like, if it wasn't a puppy and it was a compacted German Shepherd. That's not happening, no. You know what I mean? Or just a Shih Tzu who happens to be great. And it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. I see what you're saying. I was like, no, I just don't like pushing puppies past an hour. No, it's... But her saying that is more like burning your eardrums, right? Oh, it's on fucking fire (laughs) right now. You do not tell me how to run my business. If it takes me an hour and a half to get it done, it takes me an hour and a half. And bitch, you're paying for an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. Or you can go somewhere else. Hell fucking no. Karen. It's her name now. She's a Karen. I don't remember what her name was, but if it's Karen... (laughs) It's fucking hilarious. She's not a Karen, but... No. Yeah, no. Like, I can't get past that. Yeah, the daddy wanted to go there because they um, have, like, happy hour coming in July. So he's like, oh, because once he's neutered, they're going to try to take him to the daycare. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, there's grooming care and happy hour. And so then the dad wanted to sign up and be a member, and the mom wanted um, the grooming so hmm. that's cool so oh i'm getting a second ac unit <laughs> yeah you said that last time too no it's coming tomorrow oh yeah no so or yeah, um, yeah this monday which would be next month last monday for you guys who are listening um so by the time this rolls out i'll have two acs so i'm really excited about that he's installing it tomorrow morning so now i won't be Because here in Vegas, I know some people won't groom if their units are, like, 80 in there. And it's like, well, if you didn't do that in Vegas, you wouldn't be working. So... I wouldn't groom an 80 degree with (laughs) three. I do. (laughs) 
<laughs> I have to because yeah. like I have the AC I have vents that blow down and I have vents that blow to the side so I have a total of four vents in a 13 BU I don't know what that really means but apparently it's good I was talking to that guy about it yeah and he says it's not bad it will it fills this unit but as soon as I blow dry yeah it accumulates the heating in so and it's, it's crazy because like your exhaust for your blow dryer goes out the back yeah but it's just picks up hot air quicker because oh. it's out in the back so it gets super hot oh that yeah. makes sense so then it's just filling up this tin box of hot air and the ac unit is just fighting it all by its lonesome yeah you know so with having the second ac unit the same style will he's like you won't even he's, it's gonna be like perfect it'll not even be a problem so i'm gonna be fucking sipping on cocktails while grooming now because i'm never gonna be sweating never again never again because when it's like 80s 90s it's easier to keep it down keep yeah it cool yeah i've been with you like in the early morning and it mm-hmm. was just nice fine but once it hits over 100 which is like 10 a.m yep <laughs> it's difficult it's a struggle well that's why last summer i said are you gonna do early morning dogs and you said fuck no i have air conditioning <laughs> yeah no and i'm like i know you do but it gets hot we handle the heat differently oh god i hate the heat <gasps> which i don't mind it outside but then like working all day in it yeah. like, all the time it does get to me because i don't like sweating and having hair stick to me yeah that fucking and then i start to oil up and then it gets in my eyes and it starts burning so but man my work my week was kind of it was plain jane peed a lot you know i've been drinking more water oh because it's so hot (laughs) yeah i've been drinking like a half a gallon a day I know you came by the uh, the other day with that big old jug, just yeah. like strapped to you, and I'm like, you couldn't leave it in the car. <laughs> no, I didn't understand it. <laughs> like you are carrying gallons of soap to give to me, and then you have this big ass <laughs> gallon hanging off your hip. But I'm like thinking in my head, like you're not drinking it right now. <laughs> you can put it down. What if I get thirsty while I'm with you, though? <laughs> I, I think I did drink it while I was in there. Yeah. Yeah, no, I gotta carry it with me. And it, yeah, it's insulated, but if it sits in the car, it's gonna get hot. And then who wants hot water? Not you. Not me. Not cool water. Cool water. But yeah, that's kind of in my week. Nothing crazy. I changed the oil on my generator. But okay, so. Positive Educational Training is an affordable monthly subscription that helps groomers like us transform our business and take you and your business to the next level. How can you get to the next level? Easy. You can watch all previous workshops and have access to upcoming monthly workshops. As someone who has personally subscribed and purchased one of the offered grouped programs, I can honestly say I thoroughly enjoy the fire it has lit under my ass. Go to our website and click on our sponsor tab to change your future. We did a blast for some grooming stories, and we got a quite a bit. Um, we're only going to be reading maybe two, maybe three, because um, we got some long ones, and we had someone send us like 
three stories in one. So, what do we want to do? Uh, you do your long one first. Okay. I'll do my long one, and then we'll end with the little... The little tidbit? Yeah. Okay. So, it says, Hello, lovely ladies. Have I got a story for you featuring none other than a Karen. It was a good day. All the dogs I had booked turned out fab. I got to eat lunch, and my clients were tipping. All was good in the pet grooming world until in walks Karen and her dog. Angel, insert squinty eye cringe face. I have groomed this dog before, but husband always used to bring her. This dog, this dog, well, let's just say she does not live up to her namesake, but she's a psychopath, registered teddy bear. So she's a she-con. She, she, yeah, she-chan? <laughs> Chitsu Bichon? Yeah, she-chan. Okay. She's a certified registered she-chan. Yeah, so she's a she-chan. I promise you, this is what she told me three times. I roll. So anyways, she has this dog and is cradling it like a baby. Dog is completely oblivious and wants down to probably piss on my floor and is squirming in her arms. She is shushing it and patting its rump like a baby. Me. Hi. I will take Angel and we will call you when she is finished. Karen. Okay. She's so scared. So scared. Dog not scared at all. Looks like she kind of wants to die right now. Honey. I know. She has mats, but can you, you can't shave her, honey. You can't. She gets so embarrassed and will hide from me when she's shaved, honey. Please, honey. I'd have been like, bitch. <laughs> me, eye twitching and forced smile. I can assure you that I will try my best to get matting out, but if it is too severe, I will be forced to shave. We will take the best care of her, like always. So Karen reluctantly hands over Angel, whom I put on the floor to roam around while I'm getting everything ready. Angel gets bathed and dried. I was able to demat her as the matting was very minor and I started on her groom. I finished her body and was working on her face, which she absolutely hates. It is an absolute fight every time. I'm finally getting somewhere when in walks Karen. My lobby has a privacy wall, but when you first walk in, you can see the grooming area from the door. She starts squealing so loud and talking to her dog, so of course, dog freaks. I tell Karen that now that she interrupted my groom, that I will have to stop because Angel knows she is here and is eager to go home now. I tell her that she is not finished and her face looks horrible. So Karen opens our locked gate. You can reach the hand over the side to unlock it. I don't know how she knew that and helps herself into the grooming area. Mm, mm, mm. She tells me that she will keep her calm while I finish. Normally I wouldn't allow this, but I honestly wanted her to see what a psychopath her dog was for her face. So I'm using a clip club onto the top of her head. And of course the dog starts alligator rolling and attacking the clipper. Karen, oh angel baby, oh angel baby. I know you hate this place. I know baby, I know. Honey, turn those off. Honey, I know what the problem is. Oh honey, I know. At this point, I'm so annoyed with this lady calling me honey, and I honestly hope she never comes back, so I respond, oh, I can't wait. 
please tell me what I'm doing wrong. Karen, oblivious, of course, honey, you need the silent clippers. Do you have any? My breeder told me all about them. They don't make a noise, honey. Oh, they are silent, honey. That way she can't hear it, honey. How did she not bitch slap this person right now? I know, it's, I'm having a hard time hearing it for me. <laughs> hey, honey. Honey. So I laugh and respond. I promise you they, they have no silent clippers. If they did, all groomers would use them. I can assure you these are one of the newest clippers on the market. Karen. Well, honey, my breeder said so. She knows a ton about grooming. Honey, please, I need you to get this hair in her eyes. Please, honey, she can't see. Honey, I'm worried sick about this. Honey, please buy some of those clippers for next time. I tell Karen her nervous vibe is making Angel nervous and her helping is making it worse. So please wait in the lobby. I put Angel in my hammock and am able to groom the face. Half-assed, but I got it done without gouging an eyeball. Or gouging my own because, because that's how over this lady and her dog I am. So I take Angel to Mummy Dearest. And the dog is trembling a little like small dogs do. But she is also wagging her tail and whining because she's excited. Karen, oh Angel, you're traumatized. Oh my baby, oh my, oh mommy's got you, mommy's got you. Me laughing uncontrollably because I'm psycho. She's not traumatized, she's just excited to see you and has built up energy. Karen, dead stares. Honey, I know my dog, honey. Rolls eyes. Okay, if you think I traumatized her so much, you can go elsewhere. Honestly, no hard feelings. Karen, honey. <laughs> Honey, no. You're the best. You have so many good reviews, honey. All your pictures on the internet. The dogs look so happy. I wish you made my angel baby happy. Ma'am, this is only her third groom with me, and she's already a year old. She needs a consistent schedule to get accustomed to grooming and the grooming processes. Honey, how can I do that when she's so traumatized, honey? I only take her when I absolutely have to, honey. I feel every time I say honey, I feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so, like it feels disgusting inside of me. Like it's so disgusting. When she's matted, you know. Also, I need some of that shampoo you use on her because it smells so good, please. And here, I brought my own bottle. <laughs> I would just be like, sorry, we don't give away product. She hands me a Johnson's baby shampoo bottle. I stare at it. I ha And I have a vision of throwing it through the window and screaming at Karen and Angel to get out of my salon. But instead, I tell her our shampoo is quality and very expensive. It is used on my clients only. However, if Karen, if she would like to purchase them, I will write down the website and shampoo name to order it. Good job. Karen is obviously not happy, but pays. She walks out, and I swear that dog turned around and winked at me, but maybe I'm truly going insane. <laughs> She's going to haunt you. Yeah, she I'll be is. back, bitch. Mm -hmm. Wink, wink. So, guys, honestly, that's it. I wrote her number on, on a do not book ever again list. <laughs> I have nightmares about her calling me honey in that whiny Karen voice. And also, if you guys ever find those silent clippers, hit me up. <laughs> I love you all in your podcast. You guys make my day. Peace and love. That's just funny. Yeah. And that's from Carly. That 
I don't think I would have allowed someone to call me <laughs> honey for that long. No. Because I don't even let people get away with calling me Ness once. Well, you don't like that name. I don't. Wharton tried to call me that. And I was like, no. I never had a problem with it. And that's all they called me. So like half my clients from like six years ago call me Ness. But I wonder why. <laughs> it's fine. You can be that person. I will never call it call you Ness though. It feels dirty to say. No, when we were in grooming. I know. Yeah. I, I was like, just call me Ness. Yeah, because I said, I said, I don't go by a nickname. <laughs> I remember that. It's Vanessa. <laughs> I remember that clearly. You said that like such a bitch. I did. Because who said it? Was Amanda or Elsa? I was like, there can't be two Vanessas anymore. Yeah, because it was... we got to figure something out. This is getting too crazy. Too I was like, you guys can call me Ness. And then you were like, snap, snap, snap. Yeah, I am snappy. But no, I would have told her, please don't call me honey. Like, after the fourth one. No, maybe after the third. It's Vanessa, bitch. <laughs> I would love to see that. You need to start putting cameras everywhere. I do. I just can't. Alright, so this is our funny grooming stories from Samantha. Hello, I hear you're looking for some funny stories, and I have a couple that you can share if you find them funny. Or do you want to just read one, and then we save the other two for other episodes, too? I think so, because I think we're running very short on time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're just going to read one. Okay, and then so we'll let's do from Samantha story number one. I was checking in a lady shih tzu one afternoon and I was going over the haircut with her. The dog normally got a seven strip with a round head. I asked her if that's what she wanted again. She said that she liked the length, but it never lasted. I hear that too sometimes. I told her that I could take her head down the same length as the body if that was her concern, but her dog would look quite different. She hmm and hawed over her choice. She looks around the salon and looked at the other dogs on the grooming table that other people were working on. She points to a dog and says, I like that dog. What did you do on that one? She was pointing um, in the direction where there were two dogs, a Bichon mix who got a smaller haircut to her dog and a pug. <laughs> I thought she was pointing at the Bichon mix and I told her that that dog had gotten uh, quite a similar haircut to hers. And she proceeded to say, no, the brown one. <laughs> what did you do on that dog? I love it. I pointed to the pug and clarified that she was indeed, uh, and, and she clarified that she was indeed talking about him. She enthusiastically nodded, yes. And I kind of tilted my head and said, well, ma'am, we didn't do anything to this dog's hair length. They are naturally like that. Her mind was blown that there was such a thing as a short-haired dog. She's never seen a pug online before. I guess not. <laughs> she says she never knew dogs like that existed. What crack is she smoking? Right? <laughs> this woman had to easily be at least 50, and she didn't know what short coats were. She didn't know that short coats were a thing. Is she new to this planet? Like, she just came I here mean, yesterday. she's less than 50 years old. I don't know. I think by that age, you should have seen, like, half the dog breeds in the world. I mean, people walk dogs down this... Is she just oblivious to the world? Is she... Like, I need to look this person up to see if she's on Facebook. Because if she's on Facebook, she's at least seen a pug video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like... 
animal yeah. videos are rampant. Yeah, I know. I look at cat videos and I don't even have a cat. Okay, so last story <clears throat> is just a little tidbit. Um, there is no name. So, um, but I do like the email address. What does it say? I can't tell you. Oh, duh. <laughs> I'll show you after. Uh, sorry, guys. Um, but here it goes. This is... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm stupid. Let me just put that out there for everybody. We're not putting your business out there. But that was just me being too high. Sorry, guys. Right? We would eventually clip that out. Uh, we would make Harvey bleep, bleep. Okay, so it goes, I had a woman accuse me of making her dog gay. When it went home after grooming and tried to hump the other male dog in the house. I almost had a massive eye roll, but stayed professional and didn't laugh until she left. I swear. I, That's happened to me before, too. Do people not, like, pay attention to their dogs? I swear people don't, one, touch their dogs, look at their dogs, play with their dogs. Because... Ugh, people are just... I don't know. But I have to say I really do like this font that you used... They used bold with good spacing because I have a hard time reading like the closer spaced ones. Are you critiquing the emails? I am. You know, you can change the font yourself after you get them. That's too much work. First of all, we did that the first time. We made them bolder and... No, we didn't. Yes, we did. Because I couldn't read them. No, we did that on the computer. Yeah. You could do it on the computer. No, but we didn't, when we printed them out, we didn't do that. We did it when we were reading from the computer. Oh, well, I mean, you could still print it out. But, so, like, if you guys... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we finally got stories and now I know, you're right? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm hoarding the other two stories, because... Right? Because we talk too much? Because Vanessa's... <laughs> Okay, guys, so we are going to be wrapping it up here. Hey, everybody. Um, so here's our wonderful interview with Miss Sierra Dickinson. She's from New Jersey. She's a uh, mobile dog groomer owner with a partner. Um, she also has an upcoming YouTube channel that will not only educate you groomers, but also her clientele or just people in general who want to know about grooming their dog at home or just educating themselves. Um, it's called Mixed Clips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, so you'll have to check it out. Give her a subscribe. So why don't you just give us a general idea of who you are? Thanks, Vanessa. Hello, <laughs> lovely ladies. Great to be on here. Thank you so much for interviewing me. I was like, oh, this is professional. <laughs> but um, hi, I'm Ciara Dickinson. Like Vanessa said, I am from New Jersey, born and raised in Newark, New Jersey. So that's like North Jersey. Um, I'm in South Jersey now in the burbs. <laughs> um, but uh, I've grew up with dogs basically all my life. I had a Collie Roddy mix. His name was Burgess. Interesting. <laughs> yes, very. But he was so fluffy and fun. I used to ride him like a horse. Like, my grandma would put me up on Burgess and I'd be riding him around the house. I was like, this is life. <laughs> I had my own personal little pony. It was a dog. But anyway, um, yeah, so I grew up with dogs all my life. And um, I, when I 
was, you know, when they say, what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I wanted to be a vet and I wanted to own a veterinarian like hospital. And then the next level would be the grooming salon. And then the next level would be a hair salon. So you go in there, handle what you got to handle, take your dogs to the groomer, and then you get yourself pampered at the same time. I wanted to do that. I don't know why. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I just like doing hair or something. I don't know. But um changed my mind because going to vet school takes too long and I don't like school. So I was like, something else. <laughs> um, so uh, I started working at PetSmart um, when I was in college. I went to college for um, biology so and zoology, but mostly uh, biology. But um, so, you know, pay for school in my dorm, I had to work at PetSmart and I did, um, started off at pet care. So it was with fish and, you know, the small animals and all that other stuff. And so I got a feel of, you know, taking care of animals on like a multi, like multiple levels and things like that. But then I would always be in the back, um, in the grooming salon, hanging out with friends and it's just like, sneaking in there sometimes and petting dogs and whatnot and I was like well this is fun you guys get to hang out with dogs all day yeah yeah that's what I thought that's what I thought and then I went in there started to be a bather and I was just like oh this is different but it was fine I was like I'm hanging out with them but I'm actually like yeah. working <laughs> so I was like oh, let's, let's change that perspective but it was fun because like I enjoyed it and I got to know the like the dogs and the owners on a different level so it just became a customer I was just like you know getting really good at it and being fast at it and my um salon manager at the time she was just like you're really good with the dogs and people you should be a groomer I was like no <laughs> No, like, you're crazy. I was like, I see how these customers talk to you about their dogs, and if you do it wrong, bah, like, they freak out. And I was like, no, I don't want that headache. I was like, no, I don't want to do it. So, like, months went by. She kept on pushing me, pushing me. She was like, Academy's coming up. You should, you know, try it out. I was like, oh, like, you're kind of making me. So she, like, kind of forced me into it, but I'm glad she did because... I started killing it. <laughs> I was like really, really good at it. I was so fast. I was like, not to toot my own horn, but I was uh, the top groomer in my salon. I did the most dogs. I did like eight dogs a day. And in my salon, that's a lot. Cause normal, like, I guess beginners to like immediate, like um, normal groomers, they would do like four to five. Yeah, that's so, how I was. Average. I was like, yeah, I was doubling them. So they were always like, go ask for CR. I was like, listen, guys, I have way too many clients, but it started to be like something fun to do. It didn't even feel like work anymore. So long story short, I've been a groomer now. It's been 10 years and uh, I love it. And what was the other stuff? Oh, what I do now. Tell <laughs> <I love laughs> about your business. <laughs> the most important stuff. So I I worked, can I say where I worked? Sure. I used uh, to work at PetSmart. Yeah. I didn't say it already. It I used is. to work at PetSmart. Yeah. <laughs> Don't work there no more. Well, for me. <laughs> um, but um, it started to get 
to the point where I was like making more than the managers because they switched up the like how many dogs you have to groom to be a manager, this, that, and the third. And they wanted me to be a manager. And I was just like, I'm making more than you. Why would I do that to myself? Yeah, right. So I realized I hit my, you know, my cap in the company and I couldn't see myself doing anything else but grooming. So my friend, who is now my business partner, she actually wanted, she she left PetSmart before I did. So she kind of started um, like off on her own, she started grooming in her house. And then she was like, when you're ready, like, let me know. Cause I got customers. And so my customers from PetSmart, they were going to follow me wherever I went. So I had a plan to, um, by my ninth anniversary of working at PetSmart, I was going to quit. So I was waiting for that moment. So when I, when it happened, I was like, all right, I'm done. And by the way, I got a new business kind of thing. I told my customers, like, kept on and low because, you know, can't steal customers and whatnot. I was like, I'm not telling them to go. I'm just saying this is where I'm going. If you want to follow me, that's your choice, your option. So that's what I did. And majority of my customers, they followed me. And so what happened, it's it's a long time coming to get to where I am now. I'll tell you, like, there's so many obstacles that I had to like face in order to sustain a like consistent business, like that's still running, still has clients, still is like up and running. I'm thankful, but whew, it was a hard journey. Like I, we didn't have a vehicle, so we had to figure it out. Luckily, I have good parents and they were like, invest in a 401k plan and have a retirement. So I did that through PetSmart. And I was like, luckily I had that because I was able to um, purchase a, me and my friend, we were able to purchase a um, small mini school bus. And it was owned by this um, this couple that was living out in like the boonies and they had a like private shop that they converted into like the mobile grooming van and she didn't, she hurt her arm, she couldn't groom anymore. So she was like, I need to get rid of this. I want to get rid of the business have like business and we were like well we already have a business we just need a vehicle and so that we like kind of haggled with them and we were able to with my retirement money we were able to take that and buy the uh van or the bus so it's a 99 gmc savannah bus that thing is old yeah but they meant to run forever aren't they you would think so but Baby has a lot of issues. <laughs> Her name is Gertrude because she's green and she old. Dirty for short. <laughs> but um, so there was a lot of complications with her. Like they were telling us the ins and outs, how they've like, because they makeshift this thing. They set up a whole like grooming shop inside this bus. Like they made their own table. They had a, um, a really good, um, high quality, you know, grooming bu- uh, tub. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all the storage was like old drawers, like wooden drawers and cabinets. We started breaking apart. I was like, hello, termites. Like, yeah. what's going on? So we had moisture. to like, <laughs> moisture, like hair, everything. <laughs> Not a good idea. So we had to like, kind of remodel all that the engine went we blew tires 
the generator wasn't working at one time. Like anything that could happen to that thing, it happened. But um, hold on. Doggy's going crazy. <laughs> okay, sorry. Thank God it was my dog. <laughs> Do you and your partner work in tandem? Um, sometimes, yeah. Like today, we worked all day together. But the sad part is the bus no longer works and we're in the works of finding a new vehicle. So um, what we do is in-homes, like we do um, either come to you, like in-home service. We even do pickup service. Like they come to us and we go to the uh, bus because it's located in our apartment com- complex. The generator still works. It just doesn't move anymore. So yeah. we'll like have people come to us and things like that. But like today we were in two clients' houses today. So we follow, you know, CD, CDC procedures, masks, gloves, cleaning, every all that. Yeah. We, uh, our customers trust us. They kind of don't even want us to wear the mask. <laughs> They're like, do you want us to wear masks? I'm like, no, this is for you. You live here. It's like, take off your mask. I'm like, we'll leave it on. (laughs) 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 Gotta be safe. But yeah, so we like work hand in hand sometimes. Sometimes we do our own dogs and things like that. But um, yeah, it's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. (laughs) Do you, do you, I have a question about tandem grooming. Um, Do you find that tandem grooming just like makes your day go by faster? Yeah. Well, it depends on the dogs that you have to get. Because we had three doodles this morning. Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah, I would definitely. Tandems make so much sense in that. Story. Yeah, like it was worth it because she tried that one time before, just her doing the three doodles by herself. And then yeah. her whole day, she was like, I need your help. Like, this is a lot. And I can't take doing these three dogs in one day. I was like, yeah, I'll help you. No problem. That's like six hours worth of work if they take... She was in there for like five hours. But at the time, she only had the two doodles. But still, she was... It was a process because there was a big... It's more like a big, thick-coated Labradoodle. And then it's a small, like, poodle-esque golden doodle. Like, thick-coated, clean hair, takes forever to dry. Yeah. The worst. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's a it's a blessing. Because we'll get more because we we both get the same amount of money. Like we do five of commission for ourselves, and then everything else goes to the business. So, um, working as a team is always progressive and productive. Nice. So when it's when you're working in your unit, when it's up and running, if you only have one unit. Yeah, um, when we do like in the bus, hold on. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, we couldn't, I couldn't hear you. Oh, she's okay. like, I need to hide because <laughs> if we break, Harvey can cut it out. Oh. And it, unfortunately, with you being in a different state, we all have to stop talking because usually it's separate vocals. So he could just cut out certain parts of whoever's. 
but so different (laughs) high tech (laughs) and if I don't like stop then I get yelled at so even if Vanessa makes the noises I get yelled at like it was my so (laughs) ooh Vanessa (laughs) but okay so back to what you were saying oh okay so when the unit is up and running and we do tandem grooming it we bring um a portable grooming table like the ones that we do in home with we'll bring it into the bus because it's big enough to bring in a grooming table and we go hand in hand um you can't run the um water heater and the dryer at the same time so like we take turns like we'll prep work one dog then one will wash and then they'll dry and then the other one will start washing like with pre-made shampoo and stuff like that. We try to work it out. It's pretty, we work pretty well together. It's like, we worked at PetSmart together. So it's like, we, we already were used to the, um, you know, cohesion. Yeah. It worked out well. Y'all got a system. Y'all get it done. Hustle. Get her done. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, Sierra had asked us what our thoughts were as to, and this is why we're interviewing her. We're just kind of having a natural conversation, if you will, is she wanted to know what our thoughts were on what everything that's going on with the Black Lives Matter movement, which I mean, like, it shouldn't even be a movement. It shouldn't like it. We should all just be cohesive. You know what I mean? Like why, couldn't things have just been good and absolutely agree <laughs> like why are things so shitty because it's the world the world is shitty <laughs> yeah right <laughs> you know so we have strong opinions and Vanessa had come up with I don't want to say come up with it but had noticed well, in our industry so, yeah well if you think about it the Black Lives uh, Matter movement on a larger scale is trying to get larger things done. But if we're focusing generally on our small community, um, it's simple. Um, Where are our black faces in high places in our grooming industry? You know, you've noticed, we talked about this last time, but we've noticed a lot of um, companies and, um, heads of uh, associations they're tending to go more like more forward with the times um you can you can say in the past couple of years there's a little bit more inclusion as far as the lgbtq community i mean everybody knows that um if you were um homosexual, gay, lesbian, trans, whatever, um, you were probably there, but you probably weren't out. And now Mm -hmm. it's a little bit more accepting in the grooming community to be out and happy and, you know, just more your, more your personality. But the question I asked you when we had our, our little conversation on uh, Monday was what is your, black uh grooming idol that is black oh yeah i said elizabeth gibbs and elizabeth gibbs yeah and she's biracial so um i'm biracial as well so it's like 
I, uh, it's kind of like a little different for me. I feel just personally because I am biracial. My mother is black and my father, he is mixed as well. So I'm more black than I'm white, but I do have, my grandfather is white and my grandmother is black. So I have white in me, but I feel as though I still resonate with my black culture. So because I was raised by a black mother and I um, actually was at a um, grooming retreat uh, by Blake Hernandez with Elizabeth Gibbs um, actually doing a Bijan demo on her, one of her Bijans. And I was just talking with her and she's just like such a like bright spirit and she's so happy and outgoing. But, and I'm like, I, I actually just saw her at an Artero convention. She won um, a trip to Spain. And then that's when she's like kind of blew up, I guess, and started becoming mm-hmm. an influencer. I was like, but look at the little things in life that happen when you least expect it. You go to a, you know, a grooming competition and then you, hey, shh, shh, shh. you go to a grooming competition and then all of a sudden you get to like travel the world and do what you love. And then you become like an influencer. I was like, how does that make you feel? And she was just like, you know, I still am kind of starstruck. She's like, I can't believe in myself. She was like, I never thought I would be somebody who would do something like that. And that kind of like said, like that resonated with me too, because I was like, dang, like she didn't even think she would be somebody who would do something like this, like be on the forefront of yeah. um, like magazines and just being an influencer on something that you love to do. I was like, yeah, that's crazy. Cause it doesn't really happen. It's kind of rare, even if she's biracial. It's yeah. like, where are the, like you said, the black faces in high places. <laughs> it's true. It's true though. Cause we were, t- we were talking, I was talking to Vanessa on the side of the country. I mean, it's like everybody's out here, but when you go to the grooming uh, shows and stuff like that, um, when we went to like super zoo and like Pasadena and stuff like that, of course, I mean, everybody's going there. It's all different faces attending, but as far as like, um, the brand ambassadors, the, mm-hmm. the, the people in the competitions, it's very hard. For, it, it could be me being blind, you know what I mean? Not blind, but as far as like my eyesight, but as far as like <laughs> just being, you know, culturally blind, whatever. Um, and I don't want to be ignorant. If I'm going to be ignorant, I want to change that. So we don't see black influencers when we go if we do it's like one two and that's really it so I was just like uh I was talking with Vanessa I was saying like who do you know who do you know like we know I know a couple I you know I follow a couple of um women of color especially um on social media, I'm always following their grooms. You know, there's a master groomer that I follow, you know, there's the goddess of color that I follow just because she has such a high, like influential, like following, you know what I mean? And I just don't, I I know it's a popularity contest, but like you said, Melissa Gibbs is popular and she got, she got through, but I don't, I don't see a lot of these other popular influencers like getting those brand deals, getting those brand, uh, being brand ambassadors on the, you know, on the podiums and stuff like that. So I just, 
I just wanted to put that out there because it doesn't sound right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I agree 100%. Um, and when you told me when we had our conversation prior um, about Goddess of Color, I did some digging. I was like looking for her. I was really trying to find where she was because I wanted to follow her and see her work. And when I did that digging, I was able to find her dog grooming, um, like her brick and mortar and it's in Atlanta. And I was like, Oh, okay. She changed her name. So I looked up, yeah. like I did the Instagram like tag, um, grooming, grooming by Anais and she popped up and I was like, Oh yes. I was like so happy to see all of her like colors and her styles. She's amazing. And I was like, why haven't I seen her? And yes, she has been on TV before, but like, not, I haven't been like out there searching and looking like back in the yeah. day when I started grooming. So I wouldn't know her, yeah. know of her, but like I, I even messaged her. I was just like, I love your work. Like I want to know more. I want to know if you have a demo or anything like that. But uh, yeah, she, she's just, I guess she's just doing her thing, but like she deserves like some type of deal or sponsorship or something because she's amazing she's got great work well i mean it's that's the thing though is like it may not be it may not be like let's say uh wop style or uh, barkley style it might not be their style as far as grooming but you cannot deny that she has uh if she's already been on like reality tv shows which i've never seen any of her stuff on reality tv shows but i know she's been on reality tv shows and talk shows and stuff like that and she's gone viral a few times if you know like she may not be your style but if you are in the grooming business and you know this person is going viral like why isn't she going further with like let's say if you if you own uh, a like color if you own pet products that have to do with coloring protection of color yeah. you know stuff like that so i just like i i just know that it's all about popularity but then when you have somebody who's so popular it just um it just seems like they fall by the side uh the wayside you know yeah. and yeah, and we've talked to we've talked to people on um, in in the influencer realm in our realm especially who are leaders of our industry. We've talked to them, and there is no doubt in my mind that what they do is 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 extremely difficult to be able to get to the level to be able to get what they have been getting. It is a lot of hard work. And I don't doubt that I'm not taking that away from anybody, but I'm just making a point to say, and I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it. If a woman of color is doing that same amount of hard work that let's say a lot of um, the the grooming industry, uh, um, the the higher up influencers, our, our leaders of the industry have been doing, I do not believe my heart. I have no evidence of this, but in my heart, I do not believe that they are given the same opportunity or the the uh, equality of opportunity that let's say um, the other leaders of our industry. Well, I thank you for saying that because I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, wow. It just 
it's like I'm not taking away any of uh, uh, our leaders of industry's hard work. We've talked with them. We've sat down with them. It takes a lot to be even looked at by a lot of these um, World Pet Associations, uh, Barclays, the Oteros, the, mm-hmm. the Best Shop. It takes a lot to be even looked at by them. But that's where the popularity comes in. Not only does your work have to speak for itself, you have to put a lot of hard work into your brand. And that takes a lot. That's not something I'm really good at at all. Yeah. But so we were talking earlier about you're starting up a YouTube channel and I want you to get into that in just a moment. But we also talked about um, a while ago how I was talking um about putting in that hard work as far as marketing your brand and putting yourself out there. And you may have the talents, the skill, the looks, because if people don't know her, don't follow her, she's gorgeous. You know, you may have something that like, you know, people feel, feel for you. But do you feel that it's going to be an easy step forward getting yourself out there as well? Well, I feel like... And you can be honest. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm going to always be honest, girl. (laughs) But um, I kind of feel like... I don't want to say it would be a little bit easier for me because I'm biracial, but I... Because being a woman in general is hard enough. We still have to, like, you know make it seem like oh we are worth that when we already are or even better than a man we gotta act like nothing you know what i mean like we can right it's like are you can't have a nervous breakdown it's like oh, don't have a nervous breakdown then she's irrational she's emotional yes. like oh just terrible. had one bad day god like cut me some fucking slack <laughs> like exactly. um But no, I feel like because, like, I'm, I'm always stuck in, like, the middle, like, I'm stuck in limo, like, oh, back in the day, I wasn't white enough to hang out with the white kids, and I wasn't black enough to hang out with the black kids, but, like, it was always, I just fit in, period. Like, I made myself fit in, kind of thing, because I didn't care who you were. You could be an emo kid, you could be, like a football jock you could be a musician you could be you know doing nothing I will hang out with you because if your vibe was good your vibe was good so I feel that if I show my personality and who I am just off jump and how I just like do my thing because you're gonna have people who love you you're gonna have people who hate you but if they understand you and want to go on that journey with you, then that's the people that you want to influence. That's the people that you want following you kind of thing. So I think if you have the right, you know, personality, you have the right mindset, I think you can go farther than others, but it's all about how bad do you want it? And what do you like, what is the goal? Like, what is the end goal? Is that to be famous or is that to like build your business, help your family? What is, what is your main goal? So I feel like I can get by off of my personality, not because of who I am. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, yes, because of who I am, but because of who I am and what I show to the people kind of thing. Okay. For so, sure. No, I, I 
agree. Your personality is pretty awesome. So you're not so, worried about having or um, what am I trying to say? So you're not worried at all with the industry having a racial bias? I mean, I'm sure they will, um, but I kind of have that. Um, I kind of have that kind of personality that is, if you rub me the wrong way, I'm not going to be a part of it anyway, kind of thing. I don't know if that's like how I was raised or um, just like how my grandmother taught me because she was a college professor. So she was just like, you are, you like show them who you are. If it is like legit, if it seems legit, you know, go forth with it and like, form your own opinion or decision but at the end of the day if you don't feel like it's right for you don't commit to something that you don't want to commit to yeah or continue, like feeling your heart that it's uh-huh. meant for you to do yeah. so I'm, I mean I'm all about like straying away from the mainstream and going underground or finding this base underground obviously this is what we do but yeah I mean if it's it, if 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 the, our industry doesn't work out for us then we just make our own, right? Just I think so because we're right? doing that now. Like the new generation of groomers are like showing the old school people like new mm-hmm. ways to make grooming like the vibe. It kind of is the vibe now because like everybody's getting these specialty dogs and designer dogs and they want their dogs to be created a certain way, have a picture of them, have their dog as a like famous on Instagram or something like that. Um, so I think it could be possible now is like, um, I don't want to say racism, but it's kind of like racism in the community. I, it could, it could still be prevalent because they like I guess old school groomers have been doing this so long that they don't want it to change in a way that could just be me I don't know but no I I mean see that you know yeah we've talked to other influencers and one of them you know was when they were partners (laughs) they you know he was like we're changing things we're making things happen we're bringing a new light into this industry and there are older influencers who are kind of like not about that change because it's more it's more mainstream now it's more hip it's more inviting to the younger generations and older people just don't like change (laughs) yeah that's so right yeah. And and then in in the same sense I don't necessarily want to point the finger of racism but there will be a bias because all the older influencers are all white. Yes. That's all. No, I mean it's not a matter of like what the, what their family looks like or their grandbabies look like or whatever. I'm not saying they are in a sense like hating on anyone i'm just saying they're all white so the new faces of the generation are different for sure um but they're definitely not as um like there's no dark faces no. I mean, not on this side of not on this side of the world at least i mean it could change uh, and you know obviously there's rumors everywhere so i'm just saying i mean 
like with the younger generation of influencers, you definitely see more of the LGBT. You see more Hispanic, white, um, men. Men. Lots of men. Great men. Men was all. I love Josh Morales. Yeah, we love Josh too. He's cool. But, you know, so I think it's great that we have a mixture of men and women because we are predominantly a female-driven industry, but we are missing a certain community, and that's the Black community. They're not being represented. They don't have someone that they can look on stage and be like, oh, you know, I can recognize with this person. You know what I mean? I can look on stage and see a Hispanic female and be like, okay, I have some representation there, but yeah, not. And yeah. Cause there's, there's team Mexico, there's team Puerto Rico where, yeah. Like why isn't there a black woman up there? Or we've seen a black man. I've only seen one and he actually won the, um, the competition. So an amazing groom. He's a teacher at a salon in Santa Monica, but it's like, where is he? Like, why can't he be an influencer? Where is his brand? Like, why isn't he a brand ambassador or Elizabeth Gibbs? Where is her, you know, who is she representing? You know, I think it's amazing that Blake had had her do a seminar for one of his overnights but it's like okay well where is she at now other than representing herself who i think he he actually had her um like partner up and she has her own line of scissors now so i think she did get like a scissor line so that's good oh through foxy roxy yeah yep cool yeah so why is there getting more representation though because she's what she just explained was that she's on the um on the okay so the new the new the new realm of new groomers so she has a foxy roxy line of shears yeah so um it's she's not with the old she's in with the new so Mm -hmm. that's why you're not seeing her because you got to be um you have to it's it's hard opening our minds to you know the old traditional shears that are uh, and brands and all these newer brands are popping up and i mean foxy roxy has been around for a while but i'm just saying it's it's yeah, not I guys follow foxy roxy i follow blake i am up with i know what foxy shears are and it's, i understand that there's other shear companies i am um, faithful to certain ones, yes, but you would still hear about that, right? I mean, if she was an influencer, you would hear, yeah, but then there you go. Because then, if she is an influencer, well, there you go, Vanessa. Ah. You, you, um, because now what you're explaining is basically your rose colored glasses. Mm. So, wait, Vanessa, you haven't seen Elizabeth's, like, shears on the Foxy Roxy page or anything? No, I haven't looked, but I'm looking okay. for representation online. I'm not talking oh, about yeah. going to her page or clicking Foxy Roxy and scrolling through the website. I am looking for an influencer who is being represented online. Where is she at? That's okay. my point. 
Got to No, point. she. Well, yeah, no, she's there. It's just now we have to look past the other stuff. To I'm a part of here. so many grooming groups, and a lot of them you can um, advertise in, and I see the same advertisements. Yeah. Same influencers. Same people. There are her seminars, webinar or live. Like, where are they? Because it sounds like Elizabeth's been around for a hot minute, but it's like, how come she's not out in the mainstream? Yes, if I maybe went digging as you did for NIE. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's a fault of mine that I'm not looking, purposefully looking for a Black influencer. And maybe I should, but I shouldn't have to. That's the point. Yeah, for sure. No, it's, it's very true. Cause it's like, you shouldn't have to seek, you know, you have to, you shouldn't have to seek it out. It should just be there. And yeah. And then that's, but like I said, it's just, we're not seeing her because it's just the, the veil is over. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to continue on your, um, your YouTube video or your YouTube channel. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yay. Moving forward. Sure. So, um, yeah, so I actually started, um, I decided to start um, a grooming YouTube channel because after I went to Secaucus for Intergroom, um, I was in my very first competition, which was like the, you know, beginner's um, field or level. Um, I went there and it was a, it was a long, long journey to get there with good old Gertie. She broke down on me on the turnpike and I had to get it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was fun. My dog was in the tub with me and it started broke. It smoked on the side of the road, had to get a tow, but they could only take me off the turnpike onto the next exit. So I had to call an Uber, had to, like lug all my stuff in the Uber with my dog to try to get to um, the Meadowlands so I could uh, get a check-in and try to figure out how I was going to wash my dog because Gertie broke down. So um, yeah, I went through all of that. And when I went there, I didn't, I didn't have my smock. I didn't have a a lead to like hook him up to the, um, the grooming pole. So it was just a whole debacle. So anyway, (laughs) I was actually grooming with uh, my hoodie on backwards, trying to get through the groom. But I was up there and I didn't really see anybody like me except for one older woman. She was just up there. She actually gave me a a loop so I could uh, groom my dog, which was very nice. Um, But uh, you fail. (laughs) You suffer, girl. (laughs) She was very nice. I was like my fellow black sister. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, but after like the groom was done, well, I won, I won that competition. Um, my very first, it was like, a a, like a subcategory, I guess, in between the competitions. So if you've like never like were in a competition at all for grooming, um, you get to be placed in it and I was able to be in it and I was in the semifinals with like an 11 year old girl, which was like so sad that I like beat her, but not really. (laughs) A win is a win. (laughs) A win is a win. I was like, you did good, but I did better. (laughs) But um, like after that, like I talked to her and I was just like, 
thank you so much. And like, I appreciate, um, you know, you helping me out or whatever. And I was like, do you like do these competitions a lot? And she was just like, yeah, from time to time, I've been doing this for like over 20 years and I love what I do. I was like, well, have you won any? And she was just like, no, I just enjoy, you know, the, like the act of the competition and just being here and just enjoying what I like, I love to do. And I was just like, oh, that's a bummer. Like, why do you think, I was like, do you practice or you ask for like critiques or whatever? And she was just like, I know why I just don't get picked. And I looked at her and I was just kind of like, oh, (laughs) like, I kind of get what you're saying because it was just me and her up there, women of color. And I was just like, saw lots of Asian people. I saw a few, you know, Hispanic people, lots of white people, but I was just like, just us two. I was like, are we the like 2%? Like, you gotta be kidding me. So like that just made my mind start like turning. And I decided I wanted to make a YouTube channel to, you know, push diversity throughout the grooming industry. So I do things like demos on certain breeds of dogs. I do um, product reviews on like tools and shampoos and like styling, you know, products. I do days and lives. Like I show you like my whole day of like me going to appointments, grooming, all that fun stuff and just be me. So it's basically a, just a, full-blown tutorial if you want it to be a tutorial or if you just want to have some fun with me like enjoying like my day grooming and doing what I love to do this for anybody who wants to partake in something like that that sounds really cool do you have a um a Facebook page that you link all your videos to to kind of get you more so out there yeah we are starting um i guess like a weekly vlog on our um business page so it's pop-up pooch mobile grooming and it's going to be on our oh, that's a cute name thanks <laughs> we decided to be like wouldn't it be nice just to like pop up somewhere and set up we actually want us to do like uh local pop-up events mm-hmm. like in yeah. um, local dog parks or just like a community center or like um apartment complex and things like that we would set up for like that one day day. and all the dogs come at the pop-up event and have a little discount and free goodies and treats and stuff like that so we're like let's have pop-up pooch (laughs) that's really fun that's so ambitious thanks (laughs) i know vanessa was talking about that like in the beginning too like she just like uh pop up at uh nursing homes and stuff like that that never right. went into, it never went any no i said that's way too much fucking work i'm out of here <laughs> that i had to do that for um college uh credits or whatever and yeah. i went to um yeah retirement home for sisters they were um like nuns yep yep oh see they would be blessing me every other word <laughs> I'd be like, fuck nurse, or what a nun, and she'd be like, oh no. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Just to fuck with him, I'd be like, hell say it. Just randomly. Oh, oh my God. They'd be like, get this girl out of here. What she got, she's possessed. Get her out of here. Give somebody a heart attack. Right, I fucking would. So, what is your like plan? to kind of seep into the grooming industry um, 
with your mix clips YouTube channel? Do you have, or do you even care? I don't really care. Honestly, what I want to do is just expand my business to other cities, like major cities. Like I want to be in like Cali and Atlanta. I want to do something. in Yeah. Like I just want to blow up that way. I don't need to be, I don't need to be famous. <laughs> it's too like in my business. I like my privacy sometimes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> if we ever got famous, my life would be very private because people would yeah. be like, your life is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm like, you don't want to come past these gates. You're going to see something. Yeah. Your life would not be private. It's not even private now, Vanessa. You're private. You're not even private now. I'm private. <laughs> your whole shit's out there all the time. The thing is, <laughs> though, is that you're just, like, not going to be followed because people are going to get tired of the bullshit. <laughs> like, the paparazzi are going to quit because she's always naked. Yeah. Ah! No, yo, that's perfect. I mean, you know, you might start a trend, though, so who knows? That's okay. Nudity. Okay, that's one thing we need to work on, nudity. It needs Ooh. to be more of a thing. Sometimes you just need things to breathe, you know? Yeah. Could you imagine doing a grooming competition in the nude? No, no. hair splinters. No, absolutely not. My vag will burn full of hair splinters. <laughs> no. no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No. I'm about it. And they get in my nipples. Do, you, do they get in your nipples, guys? No. What? Yeah, I go braless. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, you I get I get the hair splitters like in like my elbows and stuff like that, but I haven't got any in my chest. Oh my god! One was in my nipple, and it was like a long, you know, like those yeah. long lag yeah. hairs. I was like, oh! I seen it. I I see my old oh. friend um pull some some uh hairs out of her nipples too oh. because she what she ended up doing. I guess she was like uh, grooming. She was shaving. A dog that shouldn't be shaved. I want to say a husky, but she was shaving some sort of husky mix. And the dog tried jumping off the table. She tried grabbing it, and she, Stacia, I guess she uh, fell forward, and she didn't realize the hair had gotten underneath her smock. No bueno. No bueno. No. That sounds fucking painful. I've had, had, like, three in one, like, weenus. I call these weenuses. <laughs> Wait, isn't the weenus the bottom of your elbow? Yeah. Yeah, but I also call these because they're like webbings. Like, this is kind of like a web. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. <laughs> right, white. <laughs> it's extra Sorry. flap. And then these are extra flaps. So I call them weenuses, too. I just, like, weenus. girl, I just like fucking with you when I should be like, my, my weenus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to do that. My weenus. You got to fix my weenus. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Um, so, yeah. Um, stalled out there for a second. <laughs> I know. Right? So, um, we pretty much covered everything that we talked about last um previously and you know it was extremely entertaining to meet you you're just such a cool soul and um thank you so much for like just coming on and talking to us and bringing not just i wouldn't say you're bringing it to our attention but kind of calling us out you know what i mean making us accountable and i appreciate that 
because, you know, we got to keep it pushing forward and we need people like you to call other people out and saying, Hey, this is a great opportunity. Let's talk about it. Let's start the conversation. So, but I'm also looking for allies like yourself. So thank you. So thank you Always. for the time out to like, you know, actually listen to my email kind of like trying to figure out where I was coming from kind of thing. So I appreciate you girls for um, even taking your time out to get to know me and my story. Yeah. Yeah, and that was a bitch to get us on here. <laughs> I know. Oh, do you think us millennials would get the technology? Down? Right, I know. Right, we had we had such a smooth conversation, and like Facebook, on Facebook, yeah, <laughs> Facebook was fine, and then now we're like Zoom, Skype, yeah, <laughs> schedules. But um, let's um do some last minute shout outs before or last minute plugs before we like stop i guess like so last second your name your business your youtube your facebook and also add at the end of all of that um what you would like to see change in the industry okay all right again vanessa squared thank you so much for uh, (laughs) on the podcast um, I think I left you guys another nice little story, even though I think I said it or I said it halfway, but if you read the story, it's much better read like by YouTube. <laughs> anyway, um, again, Ciara Dickinson, you can find me on Facebook, um, under my business, which is pop-up pooch mobile grooming. Just type that up. You will find it instantly. Um, you can also go on my website. It is www.pop hyphen up pooch mobile grooming.com um my groomer ig is mz oh oh that's my normal one you ain't getting that one yeah. <laughs> i'll get that one um i'm ratchet on there so i can't view you know <laughs> but uh my groomer ig is mix clips two x's and a z at the end so it is m-i-x-x-e-d-c-l-i-p-z and that is where you find all my tips and tricks and all funny, you know, videos with my dog sometimes. And then also you can find our uh, business on IG as well, which is Papa Pooch Mobile Grooming. So all my stuff. Oh, and what I want to see change in the uh, industry. I just want to see an array of colors and cultures up on stages, up on competitions, showing, you know, um, products being sponsored all different types of cultures not just the black community we want to see them all because i don't see a lot of native americans i don't see a lot of you know indian cultures things like that i want to see them all so yeah that's what i'm looking forward to 100 all right here well thank you so much it was great i'm sure everyone will love it i think you're our only listener so let us know what I actually got my fr- my two friends to um, listen to you guys. They're like, this is funny. This is how we talk at the salon. I'm like, duh. <laughs> I'm like, listen, <laughs> it's fun. I'm so glad we are friends, even though we're yeah. on the opposite side of the world. 
Um, well, when COVID stops, we are getting back on the grooming travel scene, and yes, we might have. Can I come and visit? Yeah, I have, uh, you're in New. You're in what? What part of Jersey are you in? Um, Blackwood. So it's like near AC. I don't know if you know about any beaches in Jersey. <laughs> how far is it? How far is it from Staten Island? That's all I need to know. Oh, like two hours, three. Oh, okay, yeah, I can make it. No, I'm just gonna stay with you. I'll stay on your couch. I'm fairly easy. <laughs> the little dog doesn't like people, but the big dog will like molest you. So I'm great with dogs that hate people. So will <laughs> <laughs> be good. All right. <laughs> um, well, um, it was, we can stay on if you want. I'm just going to hit um, stop recording. Okay, so I hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Ciara. Um, it was such a wonderful interview. We had such a good time. <laughs> um, and we hope that you guys enjoy listening to it. Um, so, <laughs> so if you'd like to, you can um, give us a follow. Um, on Instagram or Facebook, listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Um, and send us your stories to groomerhumor at gmail.com. And don't forget to give us a share. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family, tell people you like or don't like. Or